In 2021, Seaman Michael Gregg was stationed on the USS Eisenhower in Norfolk. He had been in and out of the Naval Hospital at Portsmouth after he was diagnosed with mental health issues and had thoughts of suicide. Stephen Carpenter is the family attorney. This kid had some serious mental health issues. I had discussed the fact that it was not a case of malingering because there was actually diagnostic testing that was done by a physician. But Carpenter says the Navy threatened to charge Greg with desertion while he was in treatment. It put him on 60 days restriction, forcing him to stay on the ship. You have to now serve out your restriction on the same boat that's causing you all this consternation and angst and all these bad feelings about harming yourself. You know, bottom line is just ridiculous. Carpenter was able to intervene, reversing the 60-day restriction and get Greg eventually separated from the Navy. But he says he's had at least five other military clients who died by suicide over the 20 years he has been practicing in Northern Virginia. All were involved in legal or administrative fights at the time. I think commanders are typically very concerned about one thing and one thing only, which is good or discipline. In fact, the Pentagon's independent report says nearly a quarter of all suicides in the military in 2021 are people who have experienced legal or administrative challenges in the last year. It doesn't have to be a serious legal issue, says Pat Casarda. His son Brandon died by intentionally walking into the tail rotor of a helicopter in Norfolk in 2019. Brandon had been trying to transfer out of the unit when he was told he would face a disciplinary review board over a minor infraction. It was a huge contributor. They feel like a failure. They're scared. Their goals are over. Their dreams are over. They're shattered. All that stuff goes into this. A Navy investigation showed that after the suicide, an abusive lead petty officer was transferred instead of prosecuted to get him out of the unit more quickly. You got to lay the law and show it won't be tolerated. And these people need to go away to include a Navy. Admirals, generals, they need to go away. Michael Waddington is a civilian attorney in Norfolk and a former Army attorney who specializes in military cases. He's also had more than one client kill themselves. It usually happens when the person feels there's no hope. They get shunned from the unit. You come in our investigation, one minute you're like this superstar or just like a team player. You have some camaraderie. Next minute, an allegation comes down, uh, they flag you. A soldier or sailor's professional life is on hold during the investigation, he says. They're often reassigned to less favorable duty. His clients often don't trust the mental health staff who can be called to testify or report to command. There is no actual mental health resources available for these people. So I think an independent, someone who is not part of the chain of command psychiatric, psychological counseling resources to help with people that are under court-martial could go a long way. Right now, the Air Force is the only service with a consistent mental health policy for troops caught up in the legal system, says Rajiv Ramshed, who worked on the Pentagon study. The Air Force has strategies for commanders on how to better integrate people into a checklist of when people are under investigation, how to reintegrate them into the unit, how to you know, care for them, how to kind of accommodate them during this period of administration limbo. The report recommends that each service adopt a policy for handling clients involved in the justice system. In Norfolk, Virginia, I'm Steve Walsh.